Welcome back to CBS Sports Radio. I am Vince Quinn, and joining me, friend of the show, national sports writer with CBS Sports Radio, also with Sirius XM NBA, the good shepherd. Shep, what's up? Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for thanks for having me against uh, all warnings. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, that that's what it is. I'm going to start <laughs> shaking you in the middle of the night and just go, Shep, wake up. We need to talk NBA. And I, I hope you wake uh, up and don't punch me in the face. But that's about how it's going to no, go. No way, man. No <laughs> way. Absolutely not. There we go. That's See, you're a friend of the show. This is how you build rapport. This is good. Uh, you don't get punched in the face when you surprise people in the middle of the night. So, yeah, um, let me ask you first off, right, because this week there was a weird couple of things going on with the Jazz. You know, They have the best record in the NBA. They lose a game to the Sixers. Donovan Mitchell gets ejected. He goes on and on about the refs. Rudy Gobert throws out a conspiracy theory against small markets. Then both of those guys go into the All-Star Game draft, and they're picked last, Mitchell and Gobert. So <laughs> it, it's just a weird week. Like, What do you make of the Jazz right now, Shep? It is it is bizarre, BC. Uh, but look, the bottom line is they are the best team in the NBA by far. They've by far, okay. Games. I'll tell you why. They've lost the last two games. They are still three games up over everybody else in the NBA. When it comes to points per game differential, I think they're at nine right now. That is leaps and bounds ahead of every other team in the NBA. And by the way, ask Demar Derozan this because he was pretty pissed off last time I checked. They got three All Stars. So life's pretty good for Utah. You're 15 and two at home. You're unbeatable. And let me address this refs thing for a second, then. Okay. Now I, I just first of all, there's no such thing as a foul if you're an NBA player. Do we agree on that? Yes. <laughs> no NBA player in the history of the 75, 76 year association has ever committed a foul. But if you're going to commit a foul and you get called for doing so, you don't attach that. For the reason that you lost. Because if you're Donovan Mitchell, you went 12 for 34, I want to say. So for the math majors at home, that means you missed 22 shots. Joel Embiid, who is the second leading scorer in the NBA, and he would be first, by the way, if Bradley Beal didn't have a green light to shoot 60 times a game, takes 27 shots. So when you're Donovan Mitchell and you miss five less shots than Joel Embiid took in the game, you still take it to overtime because you got enough of an ancillary parts around you to get to that point. The reason you lost the game is because you were a masonry out there. It's not because of the lack of fouls or fouls called against you. Yeah, and they like to make it like that. You know, for Mitchell, here's the thing. He had a moment early in the season where Shaq ripped him, and I go, okay, that was a little out of line. That wasn't, that wasn't really called for. But you think about uh, his demeanor going back to the rookie year when he had that whole campaign about Ben Simmons and he's not a rookie and all this stuff. Like, remember that? Sure. He's wearing hoodies. It was crazy. So it just like something about the attitude for those guys. I know what they're right now. You're right. They have the best record in the NBA. You can make the argument they're the best team in the NBA. But I got to tell you, Shep, with the attitude, with the history of that team, I don't buy them in the playoffs at all. Like, how do you feel about them as a playoff team? Well, we didn't buy the Warriors in 2015, did we? I mean, how many people were raising their hands saying, I have the 2015 Warriors as the NBA champions? Who did? Anybody. Fair. Okay. Right? Okay. Because, because you don't win until you win. So Seth Curry hadn't won an NBA championship. He didn't even make an NCAA tournament, right? Final four run. He made the NCAA lead eight, and he got knocked out by Kansas. Clay Thompson, what did he do at Washington State? Draymond Green, what did he do at Michigan State? None of those guys won. Iguodala never won. Bogut never won. Harrison Barnes never won. He had to stay an extra year in college because he wasn't good enough to be a lottery player in the NBA. 
So the point being, we doubt these teams all the time because they have not gotten to the top of the mountain, a la 2004 Detroit Pistons. Rasheed Wallace, Portland couldn't get rid of him fast enough. Ben Wallace was undrafted. Chauncey Billups had played for every single NBA team in the league. They found a way to have the chemistry, to have the right mental frame of mind, the right skill set, the right cohesion, and they came out on top. And it's the same thing with the Jazz, Vince. You're writing them off because history tells you those guys have not won. But 2015 Warriors proved otherwise. 2004 Pistons proved otherwise. 2011 Mavericks proved otherwise. Well, not only did they win the NBA championship, we remember who they beat, LeBron, Bosch, Wade, and they also swept. They swept the defending L.A. Lakers. Now, Vince, I'm going to give you a statistic that I think is going to blow your mind. You ready for this? Yes. This is why I love having you on. I love the stats, (laughs) Shep. This is always fun. So Shaq egregiously, unfairly, went after Donovan Mitchell, said he is not a superstar. By the way, he then tried to walk it back and say, see, I was trying to motivate him. I was trying to give him that you know, extra incentive to really elevate and step up his game. Donovan Mitchell, Vince, this season, let me tell you what his numbers are. 25 points per game, obviously. Uh-huh. Five assists per game, five rebounds per game. Do you know, and remember, he's just in his fourth year. So by all accounts, when you were a guard, you were not in your prime in your fourth, fifth, sixth year. Usually happens around year seven, year eight. Do you know who those numbers resemble? 25, 5, and 5? I don't. Who, who do they resemble? One of the greatest players in the history of the game's career. He wore number eight, and he wore number 24. I was thinking about that. And you know what? I was thinking about Mitchell earlier today because I was like, you know, if I had to compare him to anybody, he feels like a lesser version of Kobe. A much less. <laughs> a much less. But yes, to me, uh, to me, Vince, tell me what you think of this comparison. He's a poor man. Spider is a poor man's Dwayne Wade. Is that, is that fair to say? Okay, okay. I dig that, yeah. Um, but Shaq, of anybody, should know the greatness of Kobe Bryant. Of any player in the NBA, the guy that should have his finger on the pulse when it comes to NBA greatness should be Shaq. And here he is trying to denounce and deride Donovan Mitchell, who's putting up the same numbers as his legendary teammate. Oh, by the way, for the best team in the NBA. It's just ludicrous to me. And, and it, it makes me want to pull my hair up because I'm thinking the guys at the TNT, the guys behind the scenes, guys, you got to get in Shaq's ear. And you got to be honest about the kind of season Donovan Mitchell's having because this, I'm going to be honest with you, it doesn't seem like he's watching the game. He's not watching the game. If you're going to make that claim, I'm proud of Mitchell. He's not a superstar. He's the best player on the best team in the NBA. His numbers are exactly comparable to Kobe Bryant's career. And he's not a superstar? And yeah. I wonder why Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are disrespected by the NBA and the media alike. And then you've got Demonte Sabonis and Julius Randle getting picked ahead of those guys. They're the two best players on the best team in the NBA. And not only are they not starting things, but they're the last pick. Well, why? Do, do you know why? You tell me. Uh, well, that's I the thing. I, it, me. It, to me, it feels like they're not popular guys to other NBA players. Correct. Correct. That's 100% right. The players resent Utah. And I don't get it because Dwayne Wade is a very le- – he's one of the most likable players in the history of the game. Teammates loved him. Coaches loved him. Media loved him. I mean, he was – he's the mayor. He might as well be nicknamed the mayor. 
Um, who's the baseball player? I always, I always forget this. Uh, Sean Casey. He's Sean Casey of the NBA, except he plays like Johnny Bench, right? So Donovan Mitchell and Dwayne Wade get along very well. So I don't understand what that's about. And there's a lot of disrespect towards Rudy Gobert. I know you won a Utah Jazz segment, man, so I'm glad this is so up your alley right now. But, but <laughs> Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, he, think about this. This is no way this has ever been done in the history of sports. He was the best player on defense in 2018 and 2019. All NBA 13, by the way. Do you know what happened in terms of an all-star selection? Yeah, he got snubbed. Both times. The dude was the defensive player of the year, two times in a row, and he can't make a 25-game All-Star roster. It's crazy. Come on, Vince. Yeah. Come on, Vince. We got to be we got to be honest about what's happening with the Utah Jazz. Look, Donovan Mitchell didn't lose that game because of the refs. He lost that game because he went 12 for 32. Excuse me, I think it was 12 for 34. That's why he lost that game. But in terms of the general overall disrespect that the Utah Jazz fans and players alike have to encounter, it is 100% blatantly there. And you ask me a question: Why that is? The reason it is that way is because there is a jealousy for the players. But even more importantly, I'm, I'm going I'm to go back to this, man. Do you remember this? Okay. Who were the fans that got on Russell Westbrook more than anybody? What was? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. No, I do remember That's that. That's why. That's why. It has nothing to do with that they didn't understand what John Stockton and Tom Malone were in NBA 2K or whatever it was the players play. LeBron James knows those guys. He doesn't have to blame the video game for not being familiar with the, one of the greatest scores in NBA history and the all-time assist king in NBA history's game. They resent the fans because of you know why. Yeah, right. That- it's been long-stemming with the Jazz fans. NBA players have had to endure it for years and decades, and I believe they're taking it out on Donovan and Gobert. That's my opinion. That's interesting. That's that's a hell of an opinion, and and uh, you know, that's why I love having you on for this kind of stuff. It's just, it's crazy what's going on with those guys. I mean, to see them both get picked last like that, it's clear that people don't like them. They give off a weird energy. They've got a great record, but nobody seems to root for the Jazz. So the the whole thing is very bizarre. Now, I want to ask you, yeah. by the way, about something else because this is All Star Weekend for the NBA. Yeah, and, and, then, uh, and then, by the way, I'm yeah. sorry, I just point out one thing, but at least they like each other these days. That that that's the silver lining here. Yeah. They they had such a weird relationship for the, their whole careers, and it feels like this right. year they're finally in a spot where it's like, oh, the whole world doesn't like either of us, so now let's go back to back and just fight everybody. You know, like right. we're all we got. Right. Coach Gobert was patient zero when it came to COVID nineteen. Yeah, and then remember, Donovan got it pretty much instantaneously right after, and so there was a lot of you know acrimonious feelings, and Donovan felt like Gobert should have protected himself more. And so the fact that they're getting along now, it makes nobody happier than Utah Jazz fans. Yeah. So there is a silver lining to all of this. Well, yeah, if you if you like the Jazz the Jazz fans, it's, it's worked <laughs> out for all of them quite nicely right now. So, exactly. Yeah, so uh, let's get to All-Star Weekend. And by the way, we're talking with David Shepard, who's a writer with CBS Sports Radio, national sports writer, works for SiriusXM's NBA channel. So uh, we've got the All-Star game, and the format's different this year. So I just, I'm curious to the for- how you feel about it, because here's the way it's laid out. First, because it's all on one day. So it's not three-point skills contest, all that stuff, dunk contest day before, and then the game itself uh, the day after. What you're getting is the three-point contest is before the game. Then you're playing the first half of the game. The dunk contest is at halftime of the All-Star game. And then you play the second half of the All-Star game. What do you think of that format, Shep? I just think it's Adam Silver listening 
to LeBron James and company and them saying, look, we understand the revenue that was lost last year in the 2019-2020 campaign, but we got to have our guys safe. We have to have our families safe. And so what is going to be the winning formula for all parties involved? And I believe it was, we're only going to have you confined in one area for one day, and then you can take your private jet or whatever mode of transportation you can to get to wherever you have to be. That's the only thing I can think of, Vince, because in the past, the, you know, the All-Star Game is so much about getting fans worldwide. And it, to me, is the best All-Star Game in all of sports. No disrespect to the Pro Bowl, MLB All-Star Game. I know that's special, and obviously the, what they do in the NHL. But I think this was a safety thing first and foremost. Do you like the idea more as a viewer, as somebody who's watching the sport? Do you, do you like this format? Well, I'm going to throw you a curveball. I, I don't think there should be an all-star game. Do, okay. do I like the format? Yeah. But you know what? You know, the real problem I have then is the fact that the Warriors are resting Steph Curry for the all-star game. That's, that's, that's the real problem I have. Um, I want to see Kevin Durant out there in the regular season. I want to see him playing for the Nets. You know, I want to see Russell Westbrook playing for the Wizards. And obviously we know the situation with Russell contracting it last year with the Rockets. And so the point being is, I'd rather not have an all-star game and have those guys on the court in the second half of the season than have them on the all-star game, potentially get it and not being able to see them in the heart of the second half. Um, but, you know, hey, listen, Vince, I mean, we remember what the pandemic was like and we didn't know if we were going to have NBA basketball at all. And when they got the bubble working, it just made it so much more special. You know, a lot of people doubted whether the NFL would even have a season. And we know that there were some positive cases and certainly some absences from games, but they played every game. And I'm just happy to have any kind of semblance of an all-star format, to be honest with you. Yeah, fair. Fair, man. Because, yeah, I, th- I think it's almost a year anniversary of when they shut down. I think it was a Thunder and Jazz game, actually, which we've kind of talked about the Thunder and Jazz in, in some indirect way earlier. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, there, yeah, everything kind of goes full circle there. But, yeah, to be at this point where, for me, just, you know, on a small note, like seeing everything in one day, I think it's a nice thing. It makes the most sense. Get these guys out. L- limit the risk as much as possible and live your life. So, with that, I'm going to let you live your life because I just woke you up in the middle of the night and and forced you on national radio. David Shepard from CBS Sports Radio. He does uh, writing over here with us and also with Sirius XM NBA. Shep, thanks so much, man. Vince, you never wake me up. Honored to come on your show. It's a privilege. I love being on it, man. Thank you so much for having me. You got it, man. Take it easy. You too, Vince.